Next on BYU Sports Nation, who says you can't just make a rivalry up? We're following suit of a Division I college football coach. All-American baseball player Kyle Dean says no to the Major League Baseball draft and yes to BYU. He tells us why the why was the choice. Plus, BYU receiver Mitchell Jurgens in studio. And college hoops making official rule changes. What impact will they have on BYU basketball? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Station Live and Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, Tuesday, June 9th, wherever. However you are dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Forever Plaid Casting Director, Jerem Jordan. Sure, man. Do they have mustaches in that? I think I think mustaches are a thing with that. Yeah, I'll have to go back and look at the annals of Forever Plaid to figure that out for sure. Are mustaches still a thing? Yes! <laughs> they are for you. We talk a lot about the hype machine on this show, and we're a we're, big part of it. Yeah, I was going to say we're part of the hype we machine. We are the hype machine in a lot of ways. But is there something that creates more hype than a movie trailer? We just watched a couple right before the show. BYU fans' preseason expectations is one that jumps out. Is that 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 is there's more hype to that than let's say I don't know the third Hunger Games movie trailer or whatever Mockingjay Part Two. <laughs> those those movie trailers get more views. I wonder. I, I wonder if they get more views than anything else that's on YouTube. Wouldn't you say it's a movie trailer? Um, I would assume that a One Direction song has okay, maybe more that. views. Maybe um, that than any trailer ever. But do you buy into the hype, though, the movie trailers, right? Yeah, they show the best. It's fun, right? Yes, we watched The Martian <laughs> with Matt Damon this morning and Mockingjay Part 2, those trailers. <laughs> After po- we were done prepping the show, we watched those two. My point look, being, Martian, the Martian looks legit. Is the hype machine is a real thing, and it's fun. Embrace it, because it's what our culture is in America. We, we love the hype machine, and that's what we do. Our conversation live 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Members, always welcome. Hey, how about some hype for a rivalry, Jerem? Okay, we'll explain this a little more in a moment, but in the spirit of the UConn versus UCF random rivalry. UConn and UCF are rivals? No. Who would you name as BYU's random rival? Okay, we'll explain this more in a moment, but at Leif Peebler. How about the Longhorn Steakhouse rivalry with Texas? Taysom Hill grilled some Longhorns last two games. I would love to play Texas all the time. They're never going to play us again. No. No. They're never going to schedule BYU ever again. Why would Texas schedule BYU again? Maybe when Taysom Hill graduates, they think, okay, we got a shot. They've played five times. BYU has won four of them, the one loss by one point point in 2011. Yeah. Okay? At MV Craig, Washington State Cougars. Okay. A P5 team. That would play home and homes and BYU slash Mike Leach tie-in. Call it the cat fight. Now, that one makes way too much sense to me. That would, that would be great. I would love to play Washington State all the time. Is that random, though? Is that a random rival? We need to explain this in a moment Yeah, um, for you to understand why, why it needs to be random <laughs> and the context in which this happens. But first, today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. The NCAA has made official significant rule changes in both men's and women's basketball The men have a newly implemented 30-second shot clock. The women will play four 10-minute quarters. Both of those rules go into effect at the Division I level this upcoming season. More specifics 
in 25 minutes. BYU basketball's all-time scoring champ Tyler Howes back to work, Jerem. That's right. He's working out with the Memphis Grizzlies today. He also has workouts scheduled with the Warriors and Nets coming up. So good luck to Tyler. Who will he not work out with is my I question. Would, I would assume a lot of teams, right? There's, what, 30 teams? He's probably going to work out with half of them before all is said and done. It's pretty good. Major League Baseball draft continues today. High school All-American and BYU signing Kyle Dean not drafted in the first two rounds. He said yesterday through a message to Jerem Jordan, the man to my left, that he was taking his name essentially out of the draft and has intention of playing at BYU for at least the next three years. Rounds three through ten will take place today. Colton Mahoney, Dylan Robinson, Michael Rucker, among others that could be drafted for BYU today. BYU men's soccer in action Hunting for win number one, they take on Las Vegas, the entire city of Las Vegas, tonight in Provo. I believe that's 9.30 Eastern time. That game's broadcast on YouTube. Rise and shout, my friends. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Random rivalries. Let's create some hype for that. Two opponents on last year's BYU 2014 football schedule are apparently starting a rivalry, but it seems that only one side is actually aware of the heated competition. Huh? UConn head coach Bob Diaco has sought out a fellow American Athletic Conference team, the UCF Knights. Here's the issue. UCF isn't exactly all in on the newly formed civil conflict. Or in at all. (laughs) This is one of the weirdest sports stories I've ever heard of. Their head coach, speaking of UCF, George O'Leary wasn't even aware. To quote him, I didn't know anything about it. My experience is you're more likely to have a rivalry against a team closer to where you live. <laughs> when you go 10 states away, I think it's hard. Uh, yeah. Nothing screams rivalry like 1,217 miles and 19 hours in a car on I-95. This is so weird. <laughs> this is so weird. Listen to this quote from UConn head coach Bob Diaco. He's stoking the flame of this one-sided rivalry, Jerem. Both coaches that were at Notre Dame at one point, by the way. He says, whether Central Florida honors it, we will honor it. We don't have control over that, so who cares? They don't get to say whether they are our rival or not. They don't? We might not be their rival, but they don't get to say whether they are our rival. That's for us to decide. Then he brought in the trophy, Jerem. They made a trophy for a rivalry that doesn't exist. Although, okay, in an era of crumbling rivalries and conference realignment that messes up tradition, Bob Diaco's trying to start one. you got to credit him for that. He continues, if they don't want to be a part of the trophy, I don't care about that either. (laughs) Well, UConn's got to win that game. That's going to be the tough part. BYU hosts UConn on Friday, October 2nd this season. They will not play UCF. I wonder if Diaco's going to make a trophy for the BYU-UConn game. Why not? Just make a trophy for every game you play ever. No. Every game is a rivalry. That's, we let the Big Ten do that. <laughs> They've got a lot <laughs> yeah. of those. Paul Bunyan's axe! We have decided to have a little fun with this. In the spirit of Bob Diaco, who should become BYU's random rival <laughs> in the coming years? This was a fun one, okay? My random rival is 2,300 miles away. BYU plays this team 2016 through 19. This team will become an independent in 2016, and they've never played each other. It's UMass! (laughs) And the name of the rivalry shall be the Massasoit Meeting. Huh? Massasoit was a great Native American leader, helped the Pilgrims. I explained this last week, or Monday, 
Yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday. It's been a long day. <laughs> when they arrived in Plymouth in Massachusetts in 1620. He's also, okay, the reason I bring Massasoit into this, he's the subject of a statue in Plymouth and BYU's campus and the state capitol by a dude from Springville, who I found out last week, Massasoit is a blood relative of mine. Legitimately? 12th generation, yes. One of his daughters married one of my relatives. So the Massasoit meeting, BYU and UMass, it's now a thing, people. <laughs> and I have a trophy. Did you take a picture next to him? Yeah, I took a, yeah, I took a picture next to him in Plymouth. <laughs> I have a trophy for this. We spent a lot of time looking for this. We spent a lot of time looking for this. It was in the room we were in, in the corner. And so we have, the, for the Massasoit meeting, we have the BYU and UMass trophy. Bob Diaco, eat your heart out. It's even got the vintage crack in it. <laughs> some some secretary downstairs is going to be like, where'd that, where'd that, whatever go? Okay. It's blinding me. I'm taking it off the desk. Oh, put it over here for a minute. The Massasoit meeting. Yep. Okay. I like that. There's some, there's Who you some, got? There are some ties Who there. Who you got? No, absolutely not. It's random. That's a good effort. And we don't care if Massachusetts honors this or not. There they is- don't get a say in this. <laughs> It doesn't matter. It's a rivalry now. They didn't know about the trophy. I don't care about that either. There you go. You want to crown them? Crown them! (laughs) Random rivalries. Hey, four meetings in the next four years is not bad, starting in 2016. At Leif Peebler. Well, Jeremy Jordan, that sure was random. That's right. There is one team not named Boise State or Utah State on future BYU schedules more than any other. Not UMass with the four games. What? It is the Arizona Wildcats, and I... Challenge you to welcome the Grand Canyon Clash. Yeah. BYU will play Arizona five times in the next 12 years, including a neutral site clash in Las Vegas. What is Vegas? Middle ground. A city built for heavyweight rivalry bouts. It's right in front of your faces, people. Random, yes. But an old foe from the Western Athletic Conference? Sure. They have zero reason to dislike us. That's why the random factor works here. Rich Rod, we're coming for you. But I'll give every BYU fan a reason to dislike Arizona. May we rewind to 2006. Nick Folk. I drove to this game. As did I. The now NFL kicker booted a 49-yard field goal as time expired to ruin BYU's quest for perfection oh my goodness. in the season opener. It had not been given to BYU, that wonderful moniker. BYU finished that season 11-2. and two. <laughs> And ranked 16th. Can you imagine what it would have been 12-1 and one, if they survived Stop. Arizona? Stop. Why are you doing this to me? I am fueling the fire and of Boston the rivalry. And Boston College near UMass. In double overtime. And the Massasoit meeting. I have a trophy for your, uh, for your game. Oh, okay. What do you got? It's this one. <laughs> we could use this right here. Perfect. This looks a lot like the Massasoit meeting. By the way, trophy. this crack um, is increasing. Did we do that? No, we did not do that. Nope, we did not. We did not nope. do that. Nope. Nope. Let's... Okay. Yeah, there's... It was vintage. It came when it was made that way. Uh, yeah. 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 Listen, I that drive home from Arizona felt like 20 hours. Okay, after BYU lost 16 to 13. But here's some good news for this random rivalry. Out of all of the current P5 teams that BYU has ever played in the long-storied history, the Cougars have enjoyed the most success against, you guessed it, Arizona. And that brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Nine. BYU has nine wins all-time against Arizona. 
They are 9-12 and 12 against the Wildcats in 21 meetings. Listen, UMass is going to be a fellow in, in the fellow independent conference starting in 2016. They're going to take up room on Phil Steele's all independent teams. We need to beat these clowns. <laughs> that's a soy meeting, man. More than the Grand Canyon Clash? Yours is pretty good. I want both. Okay. Both could be the random rivalry. Any rivalry needs to be competitive. You're Arizona's right. won two of the last three, including the 2008 Vegas Bowl, which is another sore spot for BYU fans. Yours sounds like an ice cream flavor. What? Uh, no, the it... Grand Canyon Clash. <laughs> it's a clash of caramel and chocolate. <laughs> With graham cracker to represent the brown rock of the Grand Canyon. You, you know right now the, the brass at the Creamier on 9th East are saying, that's a hey, good, that's that's a a good, good idea. That's a good ice cream it flavor. It could go man. with Lavelle's vanilla. BYU will open the season against a team they have never played on September 5th. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 88 days. Happy Tyler Cook Day. That's got a beautiful ring to it, doesn't it? 88 days away. It's happening, man. From an actual college football game for BYU. Well, look, it's getting close because media day is in two weeks from tomorrow. And then the first day of fall camp is August... Eighth or ninth? Ninth? Eighth. Yeah. It's around the corner, man. How many days until BYU opens up their new random rivalry with Arizona to open the 2016 season? When does the Grand Canyon clash begin in 2016? <laughs> yes, I will. We'll look it up, Spencer. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I have it right now. 452 days. 452 until days. The until the Grand Canyon clash. What about, what about the Massasoit meeting? While you look that up, let's go back to the Twitter machine. All right, Jaron, what do you got for us? 487 days okay, until the Massasoit until the meeting. Massasoit meeting. Yep. In the spirit of UConn and UCF's random rivalry, one-sided, <laughs> who would you name as BYU's random rival? At Eric Biggert says, it's got to be the Wagner Seahawks. Come on, man. Because what is more random than the Wagner Seahawks? It's true. We picked our opponents based on the fact that BYU is actually going to play these yes, guys. There were some stipulations. <laughs> Wagner. Okay. Okay. It's, it's an idea. At Ethan Ellington, BYU versus Weber State. Oh, another FCS team. Come on. But it's in-state. And BYU will win any day except Sunday and in every sport. <laughs> Damian Lillard really? has a serious why issue Why don't with we that. just start something with Utah Valley if that's the case? This is a great tweet from at Joe Wilson 05. Clearly, our random rival is Colorado. The Buffaloes. Just like they are Utah's random rival. Winner! Winner! Woo! Joe you Wilson win. 05. Joe Wilson 05. Nominee you win. for BYUSN Tweet of the Day right there. That's so fam- random. At Family Budge. Bama. Because <laughs> it will never happen. Ugh. Do you really want Alabama, though? Yes. Zero prayer. That's, at some point. Zero prayer. Okay. He confirmed to BYUSN yesterday that he would be attending BYU regardless of what happens in the Major League Baseball draft. Kyle Dean back on the show next. BYU Sports Nation brought to you in part by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Studio B. You can follow the simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Also, the Twitter machine at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN to send in your replies. Can you believe we're 15 days away from BYU Football Media Day? Wow. Two weeks from tomorrow on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Check it out. Web chats, rebroadcasts of great shows and games, as well as live programming 
The live programming starts 11 a.m. Eastern time with State of the Program, Bronco Mendenhall, Tom Homel, and company. 12 to 2 Eastern, BYU Sports Nation, two-hour dish. And then 4 Eastern, impressive guest list for four decades of dominance. It's going to be a great day. I'm having a hard time wrapping, around, wrapping my head around the fact that I remember distinctly having a discussion on the show with you about us being less than six months away from a college football game. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're only a half year away. That's no, awesome. it's under three. That's 88 days. That went so fast. No, it didn't. Let's hope the last 88 days. It did not yes, go it fast. it did. It went fast. No, it didn't. <laughs> Every day it's the same length of time. Oh, my, oh my goodness. Oh, our Twitter question today. If you could pick a random rival for BYU, in the spirit of UConn and UCF's random rivalry, who would you name as BYU's random rival? Send in your responses using the hashtag BYUSN at David Roberts 20 says Texas. Either the Leapfrog rivalry, <laughs> nice, Taste Mill twice, or the Network Showdown, BYU TV mm, Sports versus the Longhorn Network. The Network Showdown. I kind of like the idea of that. I'm with that. Although, the problem is Texas is never going to schedule BYU again. Listen, we want to be friends with Texas. They hold the cards in the Big 12. You don't want to tick off the alpha male? Too late. <laughs> it's too late. We have, we have already done that. I do love that on uh, the Longhorn Network website, it says we are like BYU TV. Yeah. The Network Showdown. The Network Showdown. Joining BYU Sports Nation now, recent BYU baseball signee, a guy who told us yesterday he intends to come play baseball at BYU, Kyle Dean. Kyle, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Hey, thanks for having me again, guys. Okay, this is a loaded question, but what went into the decision for you to ultimately pick BYU regardless of draft status? Um, it's always been a, I mean, it's always been the plan to go to school. Um, my advisor told me that uh, from day one. Um, you know, when I was choosing my advisor, most of them were always saying, uh, you know, you, you can do whatever you want. You can go to the draft. You can go to school. And the one that I went with was very heavily saying, no, you're going to go to school. Um, he showed me a statistic of it was like 11% of all high school players that go out of the draft make it to the MLB, or when uh, 54% of all college uh, kids that go to the draft uh, make it to the MLB. Wow. And um, so, I mean, those are huge, huge numbers and um, or a huge difference, excuse me. Um, and obviously, I want to be a big leaguer, and the most, uh, the most best opportunity for me is obviously to go to school with those numbers. and. I get to come to BYU and have a great, great uh, three years or four years or whatever it takes me. And um, it makes, uh, if I'm in the major leagues longer, makes me more money and makes him more money. So uh, he was always a fan for school, and um, I, was, I wasn't surprised. It was always been a dream, and I value my education very well, very well here. And a BYU degree is definitely uh, something that not too many people can uh, achieve. So I'm very thankful for that opportunity, definitely. Kyle, when did you come to this decision? Um, I, I, it's it's just always in the plan. Um, the draft it was going to take um, a lot, a lot of money uh, for me to not come uh, to college of my choice growing up, and um, you have to be very, very lucky. Um, I wasn't going to be a very easy signable pick uh, to begin with, and. Um, you know, I just—it's it, always been a plan. It's not like a, it was. I came down to a decision. I kind of made this plan um, a couple of years ago. So I'm not. It wasn't a uh, huge decision. If that, that kind of makes sense. 
Kyle Dean with us on BYU Sports Nation, recent BYU baseball signee, 2014 Under Armour All-American out of the San Diego area in California. You committed to San Diego initially, but now you're with BYU. What kind of reaction are you getting about your decision to come to BYU from your family and friends? They're they're really excited. Um, There's a couple people that, uh, you know, they kind of hear like, oh, I heard uh, so-and-so, and and now you're going here, and yeah, oh, okay, like kind of like those little chats. Um, Family, they couldn't be happier. Um, all my friends, they're just so excited, and I know a lot of them have been already looking up for uh, plane tickets and seeing how much they are, so <laughs> nice. they could come visit me, and uh, they always want football tickets and basketball tickets, so, um, but they, no, it's been, the support's been unreal, and uh, the Cougar Nation has just been outstanding. Uh, it's like everything that I have to say or on Twitter or something, BYU is like right there commenting back, and I love it, so. Oh, the BYU, yeah, they'll, they're awesome on Twitter. They're great. Um, you, you won the CIF championship uh, on Saturday, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Congratulations. I, I noticed a tweet. You said, been dreaming about going to bed one day as a CIF champion tonight. I'm sleeping like a baby. What did that mean to you to win the CIF title? I've been dreaming about being a CIF champion since I was at least a seventh grader. It's just been one of always one of my my bucket list things. Just become a CIF champion. I always wanted a ring, and um, that it, it, I, it, it was just so important to me. That was just one thing that I needed to get out of my base, high school baseball career. Um, thankfully, we made it to the championship open division. Um, our pitcher pitched fantastic game, and our uh, reliever uh, closed it out. We won three two um, against a very very good team. But uh, to win that. Um, it was just uh, very relieving, and um, I was just so thankful for the opportunity and, you know, to put a great game in and be a contributing factor into the game, and um, thankfully we won in that dog pile. Um, it was it was so worth all the, all the push, uh, like jumping on each other and all the elbows and everything else. So it was one of the best moments of my life. It was so heart-pounding, too. And you had a key RBI double in that game. Congratulations on that. So what's what's the next thing you're dreaming about? Well, I'm on playing in New York Saturday morning. Um, I'll be in Amsterdam, New York, uh, for two months to come back home for a week, uh, if that, and then uh, up to Provo, I go. What league or team is that in Amsterdam, New York? Yeah, I'm actually playing for the Amsterdam Mohawks. Um, and my uncle told me that Jimmer, uh, was his, he grew up like right outside of that, like right outside the town. Yeah, so, Glens Falls. It's a couple yeah, hours north Falls, of New York correct. City. Yeah, yeah so uh, I think it's kind of a small world that, uh, you know, maybe he could come watch me play. I don't know what he's doing. I know he's married, but uh, just <laughs> kind of going in Jimmer area, that's just cool. My, I just think that's a cool thing, too. Kyle Dean joining BYU Sports Nation, recent signee for BYU Baseball. When you look at the prospect of what the Cougars did this past season, they got to the West Coast Conference Tournament, uh, really let one get away against Pepperdine. I mean, this is a team that came on strong at the end. What do you like about the future prospects of BYU Baseball, and what do you see uh, in the future of the program? Well, I definitely think that we're hitting the ball very, very well. Um, Coach Pratt has done a great job with the hitters and Coach Lillard also. Um, I think at one point it was like out of the nine starting hitters, like seven of them were all over hitting over 300. 
and not a lot of teams can say that they have over 300 uh, hitters, uh, as many as BYU. Um, I think uh, with the prospects coming in, uh, Coach Little has made it a point that pitching is definitely one thing that he the thing that he needs. Uh, Ken Flair did a great job. Mahoney did a really good job also. Um, but you know, we're swinging the bats really well. Colin Shaver being the freshman All-American is awesome. I'm going to go in and learn from him because um, he's just an absolute monster. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I, I just like where it's going and the pitches that he brought in and the, and the infielders and outfield, everybody that he's brought in. But with Hayden Nielsen leading uh, the, the team with shortstop and being a clutch uh, shortstop and hitting the two-spot and Lund hitting leadoff, I think the lineup's uh, going to be looking very, very well next year. Yeah, big expectation for BYU baseball in 2016. Weird to say that, 2016, but that's what it, that's what it is. Who, uh, for those that haven't seen you play, who do you play like? What's your game like? Some guys can, some people look at me, uh, since I'm a bigger guy, they say Mike Trout. Um, my dad says I play more like Will Myers. Uh, just kind of a, just kind of a kind of stand tall, just kind of just hit the barrel out, you know, go run balls down, steal bags. Um, I like to play fast. Um, I know I'm playing the best when I'm running, whether that's stealing bases or hitting doubles and triples or, you know, or getting balls uh, in the gas in the outfield. That's that's what I know when I'm best. And my dad always told me that he thought Will Myers uh, was probably a better comparison than uh, Mike Trout. But you can't go wrong with any of those two. Yeah, I like the Trout comparison, but you can't go wrong with the fellow Padre, right? Yeah, you get to watch him, right? (laughs) Kyle Dean. Yeah, Kyle Dean with us on BYU Sports Nation. As you uh, look, we want to look. We want to know more about you, uh, not just the baseball player, but uh, just more about your personality. And so we've come up with uh, a list of personality questions, starting with the baseball topic. Yes, but what's your favorite baseball movie, Kyle? My favorite baseball movie is Sandlot. You can't go wrong. Ever. That's the greatest movie, baseball movie in the world. Okay, Colton Shaver told us earlier this week that that was his favorite movie, and we asked him to compare himself to a, to a character in that movie. He said the beast, the dog. Okay? <laughs> so what character are you in The Sandlot? Ah, man, I'm probably uh, Squid, Squid, the guy with the glasses. <laughs> Squid. I, I, I just love that guy, and... Uh, I like to keep people loose, and uh, also have a great time. So I think I don't wear glasses or whatever, but um, I just love his personality. So that's probably what I would say. I was going to say, just don't say Smalls, okay? No, I'm not Smalls. Sorry. <laughs> Smalls is awesome. Smalls is awesome, but yeah. I'm not Smalls. I'm Smalls, an intramural slow pitch. That's what I'm <laughs> Do you have a nickname? Uh, Dino. There's, Dino. Uh, Dino. It's just D-A-N-O. Put an L in my last name. That plays into your Twitter handle as well, at KDino7, right? Yeah, there's been too many Kyles down here, so finally they gave up and called me Dino. So okay. I like it. I want to know about number seven, If who's got that, and if you're going to have to battle it out to uh, to get that. Parker, I got it. Parker Starr was a senior. Oh, yeah, it's open, isn't so it? So you, you've got seven? Uh, he, he graduated and. Uh, that was uh, one contingency I put on Coach Littlewood when I called him to commit. <laughs> it's just, Coach, I'll come only if I'm number seven. And he said, <laughs> that was it. Okay, that's fine. So, man, you, you were easy to recruit. I, I I didn't think it was that much to ask. Um, obviously, with Park Star being senior, graduating, it was definitely uh, open. So, I mean, 
I think Kozlova will give it to me. <laughs> Kyle Dean will wear number seven. Mark it down. We'll make sure of that, Kyle. We've got some, Thank we've got you. some, uh, you know, we can elbow Mike a little bit, a little bit about that. Uh, do you have a favorite ballpark snack? Ballpark snack? You can never go wrong with uh, those roasted almonds, cinnamon almonds. Oh, yeah. Uh, those are the best. Oh, I'm dreaming about them right now. It's only 9 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. Those are the best. Those are my favorite. I just love those roasted almonds. What superstitions do you have? You know, I'm really not that superstitious. Um, I kind of, um, I think I have, like, the basics, like, don't step on the line. Um, kind of have, like, the same routine, like, in the batter's box. Um, but other than that, I mean, I may wear the same socks. If I had a great game, I may, but usually it's just because I know I'm going to get them dirty again, so I just wear them, and then they're in my locker, and then they're only tossed in my locker. Um, but other than that, I kind of just I just kind of have the self-confidence. I mean, obviously, superstitions are, you know, they're cool to have, but they can also be a pain. Um, I just kind of, you know, just I, if I can just respect the game and not step on the line and have the same routine every game, um, that's basically my superstition. I don't eat the same amount of chicken or wear dress socks under my, you know, my cleats or whatever like that. So, Kyle Dean with us on BYUSN. Good luck uh, with the Amsterdam Mohawks. Uh, Jerem wants to uh, get in one more before we let you go. Do you think anyone's going to draft you despite telling teams you're going to come to BYU? You know, I don't know. Um, at, at this point, um, I guess I wouldn't be surprised, but I, at this point it's kind of more of a, um, if there was a scout that, you know, like me, um, not only as a player, but as like a person and, you know, put the, I don't know, 38th pick or, you know, some like very irrelevant pick that um, they know that I would not even consider, uh, to be honest, um, that, you know, they would draft me and just say, hey, we draft you in the 38th round, just want to wish you best luck in college, will we keep pass on you? Um, that's happened a lot, and that happens in the late, late, late round. Um, but if it doesn't, that doesn't mean anything to me. Um, but you know, I don't, I don't know. That's that the later drafts are tomorrow. So I couldn't really tell you. Kyle Dean, a member of the CIF San Diego section champion Rancho Bernardo high school. They beat La Costa Canyon three to two to wrap up that title. He's headed to BYU, but not before he makes a stop for summer ball in upstate New York. Kyle, great to have you with us. Good luck over the summer. We'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you guys. Okay. Good stuff from Kyle Dean. There you go. Th- this team that he's playing on, I'm not sure what league this is in, but Hunter Pence played on it back in the day, who's a new, uh, San Francisco Giant. So a little, uh, little bit of history there with that team. And cool that he knew Jimmer was from upstate New York. Yeah, and how about the statistic he dropped that is uh, his advisor gave to him? Yeah, only 11% of high school draftees, draftees compared to 54% make it to the majors. of guys that go to college and get drafted. That's interesting. Did he say make it to the majors? Was that the stuff? Yeah, that's what he said. Wow. Up next on BYU Sports Station, how about some basketball rule changes? Hello, sports friends, and welcome back to the show. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes. You can always stream it on BYUSportsNation.com. We mentioned this yesterday. This is our newest Twitter contest, so let's give you some details of this. This is awesome. You can get the latest BYU Sports Nation swag bag, which includes the following T-shirt. We showed it yesterday, but BYU Sports Nation on the front and hashtag Elite Elite on the back. 
Awesome. In the spirit of Mitch Matthews and company. As well as you get a football, blue goggles, wristband, etc. Two rules. One, follow at BYU Sports Nation on Twitter. And two, use the hashtag BYUSN. And in a tweet, show us how you are an elite BYU Sports Nation member. Yeah, how can you prove that you are an elite member of the nation? Use the hashtag BYUSN. You have a chance to win some elite swag. Check out this tweet from at CrazyCoogFanatic. She asks... Does taking over the headset at the West Coast Conference Tournament count as elite? No, I want to know how she got up to the third floor because there's a security guard there. So that was elite. Yeah, some uh, stealth. Some elite stealth to get around the security (laughs) guard to get up there and on the set. That's pretty good. Okay, not bad. These are are the things that we're talking about right here. We're not talking about getting past security guards per se, but we're talking about tweets to show your BYU Sports Nation fandom. By the way, this shirt is a limited edition exclusive shirt. There's not very many. There's a very small number of these. Uh, We don't even know how to get one. Jeremy and I have made a push, and we have been denied thus far. Okay. I tried to get past the shirt security (laughs) guard, and unlike Crazy Cook Fanatic, I couldn't. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. The NCAA has made official significant rule changes in both men's and women's basketball. On the men's side, a 30-second shot clock in play for the women. Four 10-minute quarters. More details on that in just a few minutes. Tyler Haas is working out with the Memphis Grizzlies today. He has scheduled workouts with the Warriors and Nets coming up. The all-time scoring champ trying to get on an NBA roster. The Major League Baseball draft continues today. We just talked to high school All-American and BYU signing Kyle Dean. He was not taken in the first two rounds, but that's not a surprise because his advisor and he both – Told all the teams, look, I'm, I'm going to BYU. I'm going to play college baseball. So. so I don't think that anyone's going to draft him. So I asked him at the end, if you just miss it, I said, do you think anyone's going to draft you anyways? And he said, maybe in the way late rounds, it's 40 rounds, just as a, a token of, hey, hey we're, we're interested in you later. We're paying attention yeah. to what you're doing. Rounds 3 through 10 will take place today. Colton Mahoney uh, on that list. Dylan Robinson has a shot to go Michael late. Michael Rucker, maybe. Michael Rucker, yeah. So a couple BYU guys could be drafted. BYU men's soccer on the hunt for win number one this season. They host Las Vegas tonight, 9.30 Eastern time. You can watch that game on their YouTube channel. Barry Trammell from NewsOK.com. Big BYU fan. He's a guy in Big He's 12 country. He's not a fan. He's a guy in He's Big 12 country. He's a journalist. He's a guy in Big 12 country that wants BYU in the Big 12. That is clear. He's have a you re- fan? He's a fan of BYU to the Big 12. That yeah. idea. That notion. Okay. okay. I just have a hard time with like Just stop, fan Mr. Technicality. Just journalist. stop it. Okay? He <laughs> wants BYU in the Big 12. Or so all of his writing about BYU would suggest. He came out with a list of the 10 best college football rivalries. Since BYU, realignment. Since realignment. BYU-Boise State comes in at number five. Yeah, that's a great one. I love it. I've said this before on the show. I think that's the best game that BYU has scheduled of all the games. I love, I love LSU. I love uh, all, all these big – Michigan State, Stanford, USA, all these games. You love the Grand Canyon Clash. The, the Grand Canyon Clash with Arizona that we made up earlier. <laughs> yeah. But I love Boise State because that's a really good team that you're getting every single year. It's great. I'm not so sure that Brian Harson wants to play that game every year now that uh, Chris Peterson's gone. Who knows? But it's good to have that one lined up. He does after last year, but guess what? It's one and one from the last two years. I can't, I can't wait for that game this year. Game coming two. to Provo, the home opener on September 12th. College basketball is implementing some major rule changes. They went official yesterday, and the purpose is simple. Speed up the game. And it starts with the 30-second shot clock. We already discussed on 
the show earlier what that would do for BYU, how it would benefit them. But now now it really matters because it's, it's official going to happen. Which is great. The women have played with a 30-second shot clock for a while. I don't know why the men had 35. I don't know why high school doesn't have a shot clock. But it's great. It's going to speed up the game. This is not uh, negatively affect BYU because they run a fast offense, but it will speed up the opposing offense. Which will help BYU as these teams that like to run the shot clock down and take their time, they're going to have to speed things up. That will be an advantage for BYU, at least in my opinion, in the immediate future as teams try and make that transition. Now keep in mind, a shot clock change hasn't happened since 93-94 when it was 45 seconds. That is forever. Boring. Yeah. Heaven bless the 30-second shot clock, and nobody (laughs) agrees with that more than BYU basketball assistant coach Terry Nashif. Everyone wants to talk about the 30-second shot clock. It won't affect the way we play. All of our quick hitters, I think it comes into play three, four, five times a year, usually late in the game when we're trying to run clock, when we do run clock. Um, But it will affect the way other people play, and it will speed them up. We're always, one of our game plans is always trying to find out a way to speed up the other team. Well, there you go. The 30-second shot clock the will speed NCAA. up every team in the NCAA. The NCAA has done it for BYU. Media timeouts are another big change, Jerem, and there are some nuances to this uh, that will help keep the pace of play going. There will be less timeouts, and, and how the media timeouts come into play. Um, Currently, they were uh, the first dead ball under 16, 12, 8, and 4, and the first timeout called in the second half, so 9 built into the game. Now, if you call a timeout within 30 seconds, of the media timeout, yeah. so 16.30, 12.30, and so on. That becomes the media Love timeout. It. Or if you, go, if you go under 16 or 12 or whatever, that becomes timeout. So less stoppages. I think you're going to shave off 5 to 15 minutes of real time for every basketball game, which will be great. Let's just short things. And in general, sports is trying to become TV-friendly. Cricket, not TV-friendly. Volleyball changed from 30 to 25 points per set a couple years ago in college. Voila! To be more TV-friendly. The only sport that's not as TV-friendly is because everyone loves it, is football. It takes a while, but we don't care because we love it. Players will have to call live ball timeouts. I like that change. Uh, There will be the elimination of the five-second closely guarded rule while dribbling the basketball. I mean, there there is a number, but uh, the two biggest ones, 30-second shot clock and media timeouts, I feel will have a huge impact on the pace of play. Now, for NCAA women's basketball, four 10-minute quarters. That's a big change. I think the men will go to that at some point in the future. Why don't, why don't we the play The women quarters? went to a 30-second shot clock before the men did. Women's hoops is leading the way in the rules. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. They can advance the ball to half court on a timeout with under a minute to play. That's an NBA, NBA rule. rule. That's I great. I like that. Makes it exciting. Yeah, these are good changes. For once, for once, the NCAA is making changes that make sense, are logistical, and are awesome. Wait, what? That doesn't what, always what happen. Did you, what did you that just say? That doesn't always happen. Sometimes the NCAA there's some rules that go, doing what? Logical things? Huh. How about that? We'll still have like 40 million bowl games, but whatever. <laughs> In the spirit of the <laughs> UConn-UCF, what do they call the civil conflict? Who would you name as BYU's random rival? Mitchell Jurgens joins us next. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. Media Day is two weeks from tomorrow. Believe it, June 24th. Starts the live programming, at least, at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. State of the program, 12 to 2 two-hour edition of BYU Sports Nation, and then 4 p.m. Eastern, an awesome guest list for four decades of dominance. Catch it 
June 24th here on BYU TV and BYU Radio. There will be classic games intertwined between that live programming. Top 50 plays, Polynesian Pipeline, I know, are being rebroadcast. Our spring so check football those out. special. Or wait, signing day special. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a great full day full of football. It'll be great. Our Twitter question today, in the spirit of the UConn-UCF, I can never remember the name of it, the the civil... No one else is going to remember it either. Civil conflict is the word I'm looking for. The civil conflict? (laughs) What kind of name is that? Who would you name as BYU's random rival? At Joe Bleeker says, oh, he's going way off the map here. The New Zealand All Blacks. Huh? They may play a different sport, but BYU welcomes the best rugby players in the world. That would be amazing to have them come play, like the U19 team or something. Joining us now, a man who had 11 catches and three touchdowns in the last two games of the season. Mitchell Juergens, wide receiver, a junior for BYU. Mitchell, welcome to Studio B. Thank you. Thanks for having me. What in the world are you doing right now over the summer? You know, just going to school, working, uh, living the summer life. It's uh, it's a good time working out. Love it. What's your job? My job. So I have uh, I've got two. I've got an internship uh, that's that's working out pretty nice, and I also umpire on the side. Umpire you... baseball games. Wow. Really? Oh yeah. Have you? T- okay. Okay. What, what umpire are you doing? Is this like little league? So this is yeah. Little league ranges from about eleven years old to fourteen, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's a blast. I, I team up with my brother Garrett and. Uh, we love it. You want to deal with parents? You really want to do that? <laughs> you know, they can get pretty brutal sometimes, but, uh, you know, you just got to practice that stone-cold face and uh, stick to your call. So Okay. Does that help you good. in any way on the field in football where you may hear somebody <laughs> say something? It does. You know, I think playing has prepared me really for this job, so... There's there's an advantage to football. It prepared me. <laughs> I was trying to go the other to, way uh, but... to umpire. So have you oh, thrown no, anybody does. out yet? Uh, not thrown. In, I've been close. I've been really? close. Yeah, like a parent or a player. Uh, a coach. <laughs> yeah. Well. yeah, I've been close, but uh, not yet. That's that's the goal. You know. Let's hear your uh, let's hear your strikeout call. My strikeout call. Okay, so my strike call is it's pretty simple. It's just strike. Okay, okay. A little simple. Pretty straight. Okay. okay, and the strike three, you got to add in the punch. So yes. Strike three. Nice. And then, uh, okay. You know, just you just you do go the bow there. and arrow. You, you try. Sometimes I forget. You know, yeah. caught up in the moment, and they kind of get confused. Like, was that two? It's like, no, that was three. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would go. It, they're eleven to fourteen, so maybe I wouldn't. But I would go. Ha! Like, really emphasize. You would do what something do spastic and outlandish. That that is super surprising. If I'm an ump, let's be an ump, baby. What do you, what do you think of going bow and arrow hard next? Yeah, episode? I like it. I like yeah? it. I'll, okay. I'll give it a shot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I love that you're an umpire in the summer. This is great. Mitch Matthews is like just chilling by the pool. Who knows what he's doing? Working with Frank Wintrick, working hard, and then you're out there as an ump, dude. Love it. Who does anyone else have a job like that during the summer? There's actually a couple guys on the team that are umpiring as well. Um, Your brother Garrett and who else? Garrett, uh, Mike Shelton, mm-hmm. uh, Jeremiah, uh, Manoa Pakula. Can anyone say Jeremiah's last name on the team? That's why I didn't say it. So. <laughs> Le Doyer. LD. There we yeah, go. JLD. <laughs> That's fair. That's great. That's great. We gave you a nickname last uh, fall camp. You probably don't know about it, but we I we don't. called you Mitchell Money Jurgens. That, that's right, actually. We were trying to remember like offense between defense because Garrett plays defense and you play offense, and so we're like, oh, Mitchell Money, like he's offense, he he scores. Yeah. Are you are you still cool with that? If we call oh, you Mitchell Money Jurgens, that's that's money. Okay, <laughs> I, I love it. 
You play. What's your? Is that your nickname? Do you have a nickname? Uh, you know, I think I think we can start with that. I've never really had a nickname, so it's kind of just on the team. It's Jergs, so I think just because they don't know the difference between me and Garrett, so they they're never wrong calling us Jergs. Jergs, hey Jergs, yeah. I don't know which one it is, and so, but yeah, we'll go with money. I love in the games that you all of a sudden were from uh, like Sweden. Jurgens, Mitchell Jurgens, <laughs> in every game it seems like <laughs> the soft J. You play for Guy Holiday, uh, who, if you're not familiar with him, BYU Sports Nation, he is kind of low key, yeah, never excited, has no personality. Uh, no, dull. he he is the like if you look up a fiery guy, his face would would show up in the dictionary. Does he talk to you like he tweets in in all caps? And, you know, when he's heated and on the field, he, he definitely does. Um, I, I'm actually with Coach Nye, oh, uh, okay. the inside receivers, so he's he's our coach. But, you know, we do have some some interaction with, with Coach Holiday. And when it's on the field and he's not happy, then, yeah, you get that, that fierce <laughs> face. So, do you, uh, Have you been given a scholarship yet? I have not. Do you expect to get one at some point? <laughs> You know, I don't know how to answer that. Um, you know, I, I'm just you know here to play football, and whether scholarship or not, it'd be great. I would love one. Um, it'd really help out. Um, but you know, I just I just love playing the game, and so you had over 400 yeah. yards receiving last year as a sophomore, and so I mean, you you had an impact. You were a big play receiver for this BYU team as a sophomore. What do you anticipate your role will be as you move forward into your junior year? Um, continue making plays. Uh, it's, you know, to continue to build trust um, from quarterback Taysom, and uh, and the receiving core, and just you know build a build a big bond, and so they know that you know when I'm on the field, they can trust me, uh, and to make plays uh, when you know in third down, fourth down, when it's really needed, um, I'm I'm looking to be one of those guys. There were multiple plays last season where you got loose down the sideline and scored a touchdown. I'm thinking of Cal. I'm thinking of Memphis. I'm thinking of Virginia. Virginia. What what was it about all of those plays that seemed similar that uh, made it so you could score these long touchdowns in critical situations? You know, I think I think you can attribute that to how great of a receiving core we have. And so when you've got you know guys like Devon and Mitch and Kurt, um, Nick Kurt's coming in, Taryn Colby, and all these guys that you know defenses have to account for. Um, sometimes they they lose the little guy. So you know and. Um, you know, I just, you know, attribute to a lot of my sex success to them and, and, and you know, how, how they've made me a better player. So Mitchell Money Jurgens on BYU Sports Nation, the junior wide receiver for BYU football. We've been talking a lot about random rivals today. If you could, like, just pick one <laughs> random rival football team as the team that you want to form that sort of relationship with, who would it be? Random rival? Does it? Does the team have to be on the schedule this year, or no. is it? Uh, uh, no, it, but in the fu- we picked ones that were in the future. But did you hear about UConn's coach just declaring a rivalry with UCF? I did not. He just said, "You're our rival now, and we have a trophy, and it's called the Civil Conflict." <laughs> and UCF said, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> so that that's what okay. we're, why we're doing this. Uh, you know, if I were to go, if I were to make that decision, I'd definitely go for a school in Texas. Um, so either University of Texas or Houston. Okay. The the kid from Houston yeah, wants yeah. wants a piece. The Houston Cougars. Okay. The, the Cougars on Cougars. Uh, BYU two and zero the last two years against those teams as well. Yeah. Four and total. Okay. Uh, it has to be like, and you're with the consensus here, and that is any Texas. We've seen a ton of Longhorn <laughs> tweets uh, about uh, wanting to take it to Texas. So yeah. there you go. Which game that is on the actual schedule in 2015 are you looking forward to most? Nebraska. 
first game of the season. I, I mean, all of this, you know, we've been training so hard, and I think really just to finally be able to put on the pads again, I'm just really looking forward to that game number one. So, uh, 88 days away. We can't wait days. either. We can't in every day. 88 days before BYU snaps the 30-game home win streak for Nebraska, right? Right. <laughs> That's what I'm talking uh, about. We, I'm excited. It's going to be We like it. It's going to okay. be great. We, we have to ask this before you go. Okay, this has been something that I've been taking a ton of heat for. Is Mitch <laughs> Do we have Matthews, time for this? It can be a quick answer. Is Mitch Matthews an elite receiver? Yes. Why? He's tall, fast, dominant. I think we all saw that this spring. He's just, he's, he's the guy. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you, man. What did you expect him to say? <laughs> I, expected him to, I expected him to give me the honest truth, and he gave me the truth. He's a great teammate. He's <laughs> a you. tremendous teammate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, punch him, punch him out. I'm not punching him out. Mitch, great to have you in Studio B, man. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck the uh, rest of the summer and uh, the approaching season. Yeah. Up next, the Cougar Whip Around hits. More of your tweets about random rivalries. Mitchell Jurgens wants Texas. Why not? I say Arizona. Jerem says UMass. UMass, baby. <laughs> Massasoit meeting. BYU Sports Station presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. New NCAA rule changes. Among them, a 30-second shot clock. The women's game going to uh, quarters. We broke that down earlier in the show. Check it out on the podcast. Baseball. The Major League Baseball draft continues today. Kyle Dean coming to BYU. He was not taken in the first two rounds. Rounds three through ten take place today. Colt Mahoney, Dylan Robinson, a couple of guys hoping to get on team. Soccer. Cougars look for win number one tonight, 9.30 Eastern time in Provo against Las Vegas. Watch it on their YouTube channel. It was guaranteed to us yesterday that they would yeah, get that win. By Ethan win. Meyer, the captain. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Health. When you need it most, DexterLaw.com. How about it goes to the NCAA for making some very logical, great rule changes? All of a sudden, they do stuff that makes sense. Thanks to Kyle Dean, Mitchell Jurgens, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. The show on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSN and BYUsportsNation.com. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to Terrence Hooks. We're back to work tomorrow.